get notifications and stay updated every time I post a challenge podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Thank you all and hope you enjoy. So okay. today's guest joining me now, she's from Fresh Meat to Sandy Kang. Thanks for joining me today, Sandy. Hi. I'm glad I was able to uh, get you on here. You know, you came up quite a bit in uh, requests since, you know, I had the whole fresh meat thing going. They wanted to see, uh, everyone started flooding my comments, like, get Sandy, get Sandy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm the crazy cat lady now. But I'm going to basically start by asking, can you talk to me a little bit about, like, um, what you were up to? before you know the auditions for uh you know the challenge and how that kind of led to that and then talk to me a bit about like your actual casting process itself oh jesus yeah okay so how long ago was that when i initially auditioned or applied uh yeah okay so i was 20 years old 13 years ago (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) i'm old (laughs) um i was living in SeaTac, right by the airport. I was working out around there. Um, like I just had moved out there. Um, so yeah, I was kind of like exploring the whole Seattle scene. Um, I initially, I mean, I've always wanted to be on the show. I've always watched it growing up and I just, it's always intrigued me just, you know, with the character buildup and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've always liked the context behind that show behind the show a lot and so that's why I kind of always wanted to be on the show um and so you know there I kind of researched it and I saw that there were a few different types of methods to get onto the show which you can like send an audition tape or you can email the producers and so I feel I figured that would be my route to go through just because I like to write and I knew that was kind of something that I was good at so I just wrote like a short bio and I sent a picture along with it to the directors. And um, it didn't take very long at all. They messaged me back initially, and they had asked me to audition for Bad Girls Club. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was the first initial reaction that I got from them. And they were like, hey, you know, we just wrapped up our casting for this season already, but we do have openings for bad girls so we think maybe you might fit that role so why don't you consider doing that and then I just emailed them back and I was like no thank you (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I turned that down real fast and I said you know well I'm you know still available if for the next season if that's something that is still going to be continuing and so just kind of contact me when that opens up again and so then um I think a few months down the line, they sent me another, what did they send me? Oh yeah, it was like an opening and then they were like, hey, do you want to interview? We have uh, another season coming up and I think it was the Cancun season. Um, and so, God, it was such a long process. I think initially I had to do like like a 20 page interview yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what uh, the others told me. Yeah, and there were, like, super deep questions, like, my, like straight-up therapy sessions. <laughs> so you had to, like, dig deep and, like, figure yourself out a little bit to answer these questions. And so, yeah, it was, like, 20 pages long. It took me forever to fill out. But then, yeah, and then I advanced on, and then I did um, a Skype interview. I think 
initially with Damien. I think he was the head casting director at that time. Um, it was like a two hour Skype interview. And then um, they flew me out to LA. And then I did another interview with another lady. I forget her name. And then, no, wait, I, I don't remember. Gosh, I did so many interviews with so many different people. It's good. You're good. It, this was like 13 years ago. Yeah. Like 12 years ago now. Um, yeah. So I interviewed with, two, I remember interviewing with two people like face to face. And then I did another Skype interview. And then there were, he, Damien called me on Christmas Eve and was like, hey, so you made first runner up for Cancun. But if somebody gets kicked off, then you get on. And then I was like, oh, thanks for the Christmas present. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and then I, yeah, so I didn't get to go on that one. But then he called. they called me again later. And they really wanted me to go on Bad Girls Club. And they interviewed me. And so finally I was like, okay, fine, I'll interview for Bad Girls. And then the guy that was interviewing me, I don't know who he was, but he was such a douchebag and, like, Literally, I just could not even, like, stand talking to him. So I was like, I cannot go on this show because I will literally probably knock someone out the first day and then get sent home. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I tur- they were like, hey, all you have to do, we're going to fly you down. We're going to do one last interview, and then we'll take your drug test, and then you're on the show. We're filming in two weeks, and you have a spot on the show. All you have to do is agree. And I was like, yeah, no, thank you. So I, I told them I needed 24 hours, but then I took, like, two hours, and then I was like, I called everyone important to me, and then they're like, I was like, hey, what do you guys think about this, if I were to do something like this? And then I called my sister initially, my oldest sister, and her reaction was, you really think that you're going to even, like, last a day on that sh- on that show? And I was wow. like, she's like, you're really, what you're going to do is you're going to go on there, and someone's going to say something stupid to you, and then you're you're going to just get kicked. And I mean, obviously, I, I learned now, like, play the game and, like, whatever, whatever, but especially at that age, at 20, I was 21, I think, then, 22, maybe, I just didn't have that kind of patience, the way. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you, yeah. I mean, I'm from Tacoma, Washington. I grew up, like, in a very, you know, that kind of demographic where people just don't say stuff like that to you unless they can back it up. So, anyways, um, yeah, so I turned that down, and then I think a few months later, they called me and said, hey, we're doing Fresh Meat 2. Um, would you want to interview for it? And so that I only had to do one interview, and then I didn't even – that was it. Like, it was like a Skype interview or something, and then I left, like – a month after that to film Fresh Me Too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the other Fresh Me Too people, they kind of talked about their process. It's actually funny because Pete's process was like completely wild, you know? Yeah. He actually, it was more so of like him telling them like, I don't want to do this. And they kept bringing him back. And um, exactly what you said about Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what you said about, you know, the Cancun uh, was airing around that time. It was also D.C., I think, too, similar to around that time was when Brandon actually um, was, you know, considered for that. But then they told him he did, he wasn't going to fit that season. So, yeah, it's uh, – but yours is actually the first where I've heard about a totally different show, you know, like uh, with the Bad Girls Club. So that's uh, definitely uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, what does that say about me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, look, I get it. I understand what kind of typecast 
you were making me to be, but I think I was a little bit more than that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I watched like two episodes of the season or of that show. And, you know, I can watch like 10 minutes of it before I'm like, oh my God, I'm going crazy. So I can't imagine like being surrounded by people like myself, I suppose, who right, yeah. have a lot of ego. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, well, I don't know now. 33, I'm 33 now. Could I do Bad Girls <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. At that age, probably couldn't either. I just don't want to make a fool of myself. You know, I knew that, like, I'm just that person who'd, like, you know, I mean, even till this day, I guess, if I if something doesn't sit right with me, I'm going to say something. I'm going to do something about it. So right. I'm glad I didn't do it. I have no regrets about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So upon, like, you know, first getting there with the whole fresh meat, they took you guys to the, you know, the tent, and you had that whole little process. Who do you feel like you kind of first uh, resonated with? Gee, I think, oh, God, how long ago was this? Um, I think initially probably the person I connected with the most was Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that it was Brandon initially, I think. I think everybody was super cool, though, you know, like, there wasn't anybody that you're just like, I can't hang out with this person, you know, but, um, probably Brandon, and then, you know, Mandy, she, she lived in Oregon, so she wasn't too, too far, and then she was, like, bunked right next to me, so she and I kind of had our moments and things like that, I mean, in the tent, you know, it's just like, we're, I don't know, everyone, I guess, Sydney, everyone was pretty cool. I really liked Vinny initially. He was he was really cool too. Everyone was awesome. I mean, we're literally yeah. like camping, so you have nothing else but to like hang out with each other. But I right. think Brandon was the first person that I was like, okay, I think that like this is somebody that I want to invest like a friendship with, you know, because he was just like an awesome ass person. Who... Yeah, he's chill. I still talk to him at like weeks after, you know. I probably did my podcast him a month ago. He's really cool, so I could uh, definitely see where you're coming from there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've kept in contact. We've hung out a lot. Whenever I'm traveling, we try to link up and stuff like that. But it's been a while. I think it's been a few years since we've seen each other. And he's just busy. He's having babies and, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah, for a minute, we were, like, still hanging out pretty hard. Sydney and I still keep in contact, like, every so then. It's been a while. I haven't really talked to anybody. I, you know, I think everybody's kind of at that age right now where we're all, like, settled into our lives a little bit more so right yeah yeah so the whole uh thing with fresh meat too obviously it's you know you guys are the fresh meat and the vets are picking you and when you're confessional when you got picked by danny you were like i would have been okay with any guy picking me but danny and he's a little bit of uh, you know a polarizing figure in like the challenge uh whether it be for good or bad um you know he draws a lot of uh eyeballs but so I'm going to basically pose the question, like, who were, were you hoping, like, for anyone in particular to pick you initially? I mean, honestly, I, we, I don't think we were in that position, especially, like, coming out initially. We were just kind of thrown out there like that. So we had no idea who was out there. We didn't know, like, I didn't have time to preconceive anything. Um but yeah, I mean, honestly, the the last I, I love Danny, but like the last person that I would have wanted was Danny, simply because like I think 
we just have like different ways of being, you know, where like, I kind of need to be heard a little bit more. And I don't think, not that he's like, I don't want to say anything. Oh God, I don't want to say the wrong thing right now. <laughs> but I think I just needed somebody to kind of see me in an eye level versus like someone who kind of was like, Shh, like, I got this kind of thing, you know? Um, so, I mean, obviously we refresh me. We don't really know what the hell we're doing at all. Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah, of course I would have wanted Darrell or like Landon or Kenny or somebody who like, you know, was more of like an alpha, you know, lead type of person who, you know, wasn't following a little bit more and then I had to follow. So it was kind of, and I'm not generally that kind of, I mean, obviously like I'm, a, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I think I'm logical and reasonable enough to kind of figure some stuff out, you know, and have some kind of insight or say about something like, Hey, maybe there's, you know, obviously I think that showed towards the end a right, little bit more yeah. than like, obviously like I look like a dainty little Asian girl who'd like can't do anything. Right. But then it's like, I'm okay. actually pretty smart. So like, Maybe if I was able to say some things, we could have, like, had better strategies or whatnot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I know what you're saying. Because I was there to win money. Like, yeah. I mean, for the experience, for most definitely. But it was like, hey, I, I want to say something. And I don't think that, my, you know, I don't think any of us really, like, any of the freshmen really. So who am I to feel this way still? <laughs> right? All this resentment 10 yeah. years later. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much everyone that I've, you know, talked to that's been on that season, like, we all agree, like, we love that house. So, yeah. like, what was your uh, initial thoughts upon uh, seeing that was where you guys were going to be staying? Oh, my God. That house was, like, the most beautiful, insanely dream home you can ever imagine living in. It's just, like, I mean, I'm from the Pacific Northwest. So, for me, like, I, I you know, I'm really in tune with nature. I really, like value it and stuff like that so like that was just the most perfect house to live in you know it was ginormous we had I had my car and I shared a bathroom and it was like the like the guest bathroom but it had like a steam shower that had like three knobs just like shooting out and like one just coming down it was like and then she got kicked out or you know she left the first week so then I had that bathroom to myself so yeah I right love that house yeah, as a uh, cold weather guy myself, like, oh my god, if I would have had the opportunity to live in a house like that, I could, I feel like. Oh yeah. Struggling. I mean, I haven't watched the show, but I the last thing that I saw, I saw them on like some cots in like a concrete, small tiny rooms. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's like Hunger Games now, but like, I don't. Is it the same way? Like, are people are they being spoiled and pampered in a way where? this particular season that they're on they're actually living in a bunker because like the whole theme's like like survival like survivor <laughs> and like when it first aired was when this whole thing started so like what are the odds of that you know what i mean like the whole wait what are they doing i'm sorry my reception is so bad <laughs> yeah they, uh, when they first started filming this was in October, and when it aired, it was on, like, the beginning of April. So this was right when, you know, quarantine started. So, like, they, like what are the odds of that, you know what I mean? That they're going to be living in a bunker when, in real life, it's airing, it's quarantine, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, MTV, they're a little, they're kind of in tune with, like, life and how energies are 
being yeah. transpired <laughs> some way somehow uh -huh. i don't know but yeah ironically that is pretty suspicious right. no, i'm kidding um <laughs> but yeah no that house was definitely beautiful i've been trying to figure out like a way so to get back in there I'm like can you, the, is it like uh, airbnb out right now can Start. I cannot understand you. One second, hold on. I think you have to talk a little bit slower. Maybe my reception is like, <laughs> yeah, it's going even... too fast. Okay, okay, there you go. Am I good? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about the uh, Kenny West, you know, because obviously Danny was West's best friend. You were tied to Danny. So you were kind of leaning towards the West side, but say you know you weren't tied to Danny or you were like on your own what side of the fence do you think you would have uh, leaned towards between Kenny and Wes I mean honestly to, I was our I was oh god fuck sorry excuse my language <laughs> can I pass on the show um to be honest like I was a little bit more on Kenny's side just because I kind of was seeing the way that that Wes was running his game and I was like, this guy's a snake. He's just bullshitting. But, you know, obviously I couldn't come out and say that because Danny, I don't know. I just, I think that like, it's, I don't know. It was all so fucking weird. Like, I know it's a show and I know like it's reality and stuff like that. But I think for me, I, there was a point where I was just like, what the hell is this? You know, like, what are they, are these people being for real? Are they not being for real? Like do they hate each other or are they trying to just like re like build content but then obviously we're fighting for money so it's like how about we just do this you know I think for me I just kind of got along a little bit more with like Kenny's side of things and then like Wes and I we just kind of didn't always see eye to eye with stuff and then obviously like I wasn't I fucked up like honestly I could have I should have totally like stood up and said some things and like did more of a stance for myself but like you know I had a partner and we had to work together and you know he I would try to say certain things to him I would try to like be like hey are you sure that like this guy isn't gonna screw us over I don't know if you really see him the right way and like you know obviously Danny was just I think Danny had his own things going back at home as well you know and so his head wasn't in the game and he had already done so many of the show. Like he had done so many prior to that. I think that this one, he, his head wasn't in the game. And, right. you know, he and Melinda were like having issues and, and like whatever they were trying to figure their relationship out. And, you know, I'm over here, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like being led by a blind person who's like not really paying attention. And it's like, you know, I would try to, I, I didn't want to, like, pull what they pulled on us, which was, like, betray my, you know, my alliance. But then at the same time, I'm, like, you know, this other guy's being straight up. And it's, like, this other guy's, like, doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. And so <laughs> it's, like, and then, like, the person I'm having to vote with is, like, just emotional all the time. Yeah. And, like, oh, my God. This is, like, terrible. I'm just trying to, like, I'm just trying to, like, get along with everybody because I don't want them to have a reason to, like, want to throw me away or whatever. And it's, like, 
you know, I felt like I got along with everybody really well. And I thought that was, that was my strategy was like, Hey, I just, I don't want to like bullshit anyone. That's it. So as long as I don't do that, then we're good. But then we completely got bullshitted. So, you know, and it's like, well, karma, right. It all comes back around. So I'm glad that Carly and Landon won because they are the probably the only ones that didn't like do any kind of shadiness or whatnot. And so, yeah. And Carly's my girl. So. I don't know what that answer yes, was. I don't remember what your question was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you answered it correctly. <laughs> okay. um, so that one night in the house, Andy kind of uh, seemingly got into it with everybody. You know, him and Pete initially started with the whole, you know, him stealing uh, Pete. You and him kind Wait, of... Wait, sorry, you got to go back him, just a little like, bit. Kind of trying to almost like tell you to shush and then Brandon okay where, where did you last uh hear did you hear that um, part about something me talking about, about Danny Danny stealing pizza potatoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Danny got into it with uh everybody that night started with him stealing uh Pete's potatoes and then it kind of escalated into you and him starting a little bit over yeah. him kind of telling you to shush and then Brandon got of, you know, sticking up for you, and him and Brandon went after it. So, kind of, like, walk me through your perspective on, like, how that whole... Oh, my God. This is my perspective. Everybody is drunk. (laughs) So, it doesn't show... This is what it doesn't show. It doesn't show that we literally have, like, unlimited amounts of alcohol, right? And so, everybody's just wasted, and everyone's just running around, and, you know, so you just have, like, your most, like, your senses are just, you know not there and then every it's just all like ego and you know we're all just like hungry and drunk and you know it's like that's what it is it doesn't look like that but that's what it is you know and Pete was always making his potatoes like he was always like spending so much time and effort making these potatoes like everybody knows like don't fuck with Pete's potatoes you know and so I think he Danny's just drunk and he was just like goofing off but like Danny and I were having a lot of issues because he, I think he didn't like the fact that I was just getting along with everybody and kind of like not paying attention the way that I probably should have if it was from all of our own goods. But like, to me, I'm like, whatever, I'm here to have a good time. I don't, we're not like working unless we're on a, on a challenge. What are they called again? On a on challenge. A, on a challenge. Yeah, yeah. On one of those, whatever things. And so, you know, Danny would always try to like contain me a little bit. Or he'd always just, like, want to know where I was, make sure I wasn't, like, saying too much or something, you know, like, and I'm like, dude, I'm not, like, an idiot, you know, I'm just having fun, and so he was, like, I just remember one night he was, like, looking for me, and I was hiding, and he was, like, screaming for my, screaming my name, like, out on the streets, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is just, and so then it was a buildup, you know, it was a lot, it was, like, and then I was just, like, hiding from him all the time. Cause I just didn't want to get into it with him. You know, like I think he just didn't, I don't think he trusted me, you know, and which for good reason, he doesn't know me. And you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, but you know, I'm like, I'm just hanging out. Like that's all I'm doing. And so he was always looking for me. And then finally that was what it was. I came out. And then that was when he kind of like was like, it all came out. And then I think Brandon was like, dude, you need to like lay off of her. You know, you need to like let her breathe or whatever. And then I don't remember what was it? he like throw a piece of cheese at him or something. What did they show? He threw it at West, and then like he oh he threw it at 
Brandon. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember getting into, like, they, they were about to fight, like, straight up. And I remember getting in the middle, and then I was like, okay, these guys are way too strong. Like, they're, I'm going to get, like, they're not seeing me right now, <laughs> so I need to, like, and then that's when the whole house came out, and then they were, like, breaking them up and stuff, and Danny was pissed at me, and he was, like, yelling at me still, and I'm like, dude, you are crazy. <laughs> uh, we'll just blame it on alcohol. <laughs> we'll blame everything. Yeah, I guess we did right. But uh, talk to me about the exile a little bit, because uh, you guys were, uh, you know, not really favored going into it. You know, P and Jill were a pretty good team, but then you guys were winning for pretty much what seemed like all of it. But I've heard, like, uh, rumors that, like, um, you're not supposed to uh, carry your partner's weight, like, in the exile, and that Pete carried Jill's weight. So she was running with, like, nothing while you had to keep yours on. Like, so they didn't, like, Danny wasn't carrying yours. Like, can you talk to me a little bit about the exile and how close it really was and what I just, you know, talked about? Yeah, I'm probably still a little bit bitter about that just because it that definitely was, like, really kind of effed up. Um so when we initially began, like before we even started the exile, they like specified the rules to us, which, you know, there's a ton of rules that they're like, this is, you know, whatever. And so they didn't show that part, but I don't know. Did they tell you guys that they could, we had to carry our own bags or whatnot? Was that in the show? Was that on the edited part? I can't really recall, but. Okay. Well, well, that was one of the, really so recall. it was like. One of them were like, yeah, you have to carry your own bags. You can't carry each other's stuff. You can't um, cut through shortcuts. You have to follow the trail. You have to stay within, like, 10 feet of each other or something like that. Like, you can't leave your partner. Like, you you can't start the puzzles unless your partner was within a certain distance. Like, there were certain rules, right? Like, you can't just fucking do whatever you want to do. And so, yeah, carry. So, I didn't even know until I watched the show that, Pete carried Jill's bag so that was when I was like Mm -hmm. that's like yes right there because like that's my money that you're you just stole from me you know Mm -hmm. that's like I should they should have been disqualified right right like they should have been disqualified he carried her bag like straight up carried her bags you know um but what can I do right like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry I have all these messages coming. yeah um yeah so yeah I was definitely livid when I saw that I actually cried I was pissed I was like are you fucking kidding me because like it was really close and it was as close as they showed it you know um of course I was exhausted and kind of delirious running but it was like you know we were doing it and we were beating them and I can tell we were beating them and you know um there was moments where we would pass each other and it was just like, I was like, we got this, you know, but then like, it was that last inclined hill that we had to do, like coming back around. I think that's what got me, uh, that it just exhausted me. And so, you know, towards the end, I slowed down and, you know, I'm carrying, which it's just like, I don't know, like the, I, the producers and all of the, you know, production and all that stuff. It's like, I don't trust that shit anymore, you know, because obviously yeah. like you clearly screwed me over and then it's like initially when we when we first began our run, 
Danny was like, look, okay, so they were like, they had us lined up, right, before we had to, like, walk up to our bags to pick them up and show it on the camera or whatever. Before that, Danny's looking over at the bags, and he's like, this doesn't look right to me. And he's like, this is Sandy's, and this is Danny's, right? And I'm like, oh, he was asking that to the producers, and they were like, yeah. And he was like, why does that bag look bigger than that bag? That's supposed to be the 50-pound bag, and that's supposed to be the 75-pound bag. Why is it switched around the other way? And so then he was, and I was like, I didn't, I, I'm that naive, I guess, that I was like, Danny, stop tripping. Like, let's get ready for this, you know? And he's like, no, this isn't right. So he like had them weigh the bags. And then he was like, yeah, the bags were switched. You were going to have to carry a 75 pound backpack. And I was like, oh shit. Like, thank you for doing that. Because literally I would have carried a 75 pound backpack but instead I carried a 50 pound backpack while Jell didn't carry anything so obviously you know they're gonna go faster right but mm-hmm. yeah after that I was like oh okay and then like we did our I don't know if I'm gonna get sued or something right now <laughs> no I, I don't even care it's been so long um no so when we initially did our our first puzzle I got that thing down like that like it was like literally like third grade math okay and like I got it down so fast and I like was like, we got it. And the guy that was like evaluating it was like, no, it's not right. And I go, what do you mean it's not right? And I literally checked it and he was like, it's not right. And I'm like, it's right. Like this adds up, this adds up, this adds up, this adds up, this adds up. And I literally had to go through every number and literally prove to this guy that these answers were correct. Right. And I'm, and he's like, oh, it's right. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You just wasted like 15 seconds of our fucking time. So like, clearly they were trying to get us off. Like, obviously just yeah. maybe for better content, maybe for better story, because then Wes loses his ally or maybe, or I don't know, whatever they have their ideas about it. But I'm like, I totally got robbed. And it's like, look, I'm not fucking weak. I'm not stupid. Like I know what I'm doing. I like, I bust my ass off and I got robbed and it's like, you know, production or whatever, you know, makes for a better show. If that makes you fucking sleep better at night, that, you know, your ratings are higher or whatever, like, go for it. But, like, I told them at the end, they're like, do you want to do another show? It's like, I don't know. I think I'm good, you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if this is my thing, if that's the kind of thing we're doing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we've we even seen, like, as of late, like, with, like, recent season, like, production, you know, it's been, like, under, you know, People have had conspiracies and it's been like widely you know speculated that production like tampers with like you know times and like other situations to give other teams you know advantages yeah. when what i they, think that i think know, that's they, why it's just like i mean honestly i think integrity and honesty goes a really long way so for them to do things like that i think it's just really screwed up especially the, the way that it, it really affects people too you know and like i think you, that's just insane to me to think that that's okay to do it's like you're playing god here because literally people that are watching this show you're perceiving you're making a perception for them to believe you know and it's like we the reason why the show had been you know had been such a successful show is because of like you know the context behind it like the genuinity of it all and now it's like i'm i i'm now you know a witness to that i don't know like this this is not right it's not right to me you know there's no yeah Cause like I was gonna literally like if Danny didn't say anything, I would have been carrying. We would have lost by like a ton, you know. And if 
right so like that's just one aspect of it like whatever I mean it's a show you know they just they have to have their ratings they need to like make compete with all these other reality shows or whatever is going on in the world I don't know I don't watch tv so (laughs) (laughs) anymore anyways you don't watch tv right um, Do people watch TV anymore? Is it like Netflix and like Hulu? Hey, I can't say that I do. Wait, how do people oh, watch the show now? So, it's on MTV. Okay, so there's cable is still a thing. So, yeah, <laughs> cable. So. Sorry, I'm like not in tune with life. Do you feel okay. like? Do you feel like? <laughs> do I feel like what? I'm sorry. Do you feel like you got? A, yeah. Do you feel okay. like you got a fair portrayal? A fair portrayal? Fair portrayal? Um, I was only on there for like six episodes, so I don't really know exactly. I think I had to ask people. I'm like, how did you? How was I being perceived? And they were like, I think they made you look really innocent. And so, you know, I was like, um, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the funny thing, right? It's like. I think they portrayed me as this really goody goody innocent girl, but yet like they wanted me on bad girls gone. So. Yeah. so I think there's like some irony in that. I don't know. Um, yeah. I think that I definitely yeah. am not as like innocent as I as I may look. I don't know if it's an, an intentional thing, but I definitely think that um, there are times when I could have like not, but I was like, let me just. <laughs> Like, that whole wrestling match with, like, Evelyn and Laurel, like, I set that up, you know? Like, I was like, hey, <laughs> I don't know, you're bored. We're, like, fucking bored in this house. There's nothing to do. Yeah. They don't give us, we can't read books. We can't, like, watch TV. So it's like, we're just hanging out. Like, you run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> like, let me just, <laughs> I mean, the only fight in the house was was because of me. <laughs> do you wish you would have, uh... yeah. do you wish you would have? eventually went on the real world or were you happy the way uh you know you just went straight to the challenge um I think that being on the real world would have been cool uh you know I don't know if that season would have been right with me um the Cancun season I met a lot of those girls and the guys and stuff like that after and they're super cool like they were you know I connected with them and I probably could have built like a really good friendship with all of them and all that stuff I think that's really what it is yeah, I would have definitely have loved to be on the show because it would have given me more time, you know, more time yeah. with these people and more more opportunities to grow and learn about myself or whatever it was that I really wanted to do initially going on that show. Um, and then, like, yeah, because I think for me, you know, as anyone else, really, there, we all have layers, you know, so it takes a while, I think, to get to know me anyways. Like, I've I come from, like, a really crazy background as most of us are so it's like it takes that layers to like peel before you get to know me and more about me or whatever so yeah of course I would have loved to have been on that show and then right. had more of like a foundation going on to like an actual challenge instead of like going on there and not knowing mm-hmm. anything or anyone yeah this question's like more of one for the fans they always want to know like why we haven't like you know seen someone do another challenge so were you called again to do any more challenges they called me once I don't like I saw it and I didn't answer it I like I didn't see the call 
and then I called them back and they didn't answer. So I was like, I don't know why they were calling me, but I told them initially, like in my interview that I didn't want to do any more shows, my last interview. Um, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but yeah, they, I haven't been asked to go back on. So, and I honestly didn't know if I, I don't, I guess now, like, yeah, I probably would just because I have nothing better else to do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, no, like Ben, I probably, I don't know. Like, it's not, it's not a big thing for me the way that it was before, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I think I could do, I could do without it. Right. So what have you uh, been up to since, you know, we'd last seen you? What have I been up to? Um, just living my life. <laughs> Trying not to get knocked. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I've just been working, living. Um, I'm not, I'm still single. I just moved to San Diego, like I said, two weeks ago. Um, I was planning to move to New York. And then, I, like, it was a debate. I've been living in Seattle, like, downtown Seattle in the city for the past five years. Um just working, trying to like figure out what I want to do. And um, I realized that I wanted to just, I want a better, better climate. I want to find a place where I can put my roots down and right. like settle down. Like I'm 33 now, I'm still single. All my friends are married with kids. Everybody has like their life rooted. And I think for me, I realized that like, as much as I love, you know, the Pacific Northwest and like all my friends and all my family are there, um, I'm just depressed, like nine months out of a year, it's just really bad weather. And, you know, I like God could literally put down the most perfect man in front of my face and I would not see him because I just don't want to be there. So I realized like, I want to be where I want to be, which is like where the sun and the beach and like people are still dancing and stuff. <laughs> That's where I want to be. So yeah, I moved here and I live in downtown San Diego and yeah, this is what I'm doing now. I'm still in the air too at this age. I want to like find the love of my life and I want to get married and I want to have kids and I want to open up some restaurants and open up some bars and, you know, do all those things. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) But thank you for having me on. uh, This is fun. Yeah, it was a, it was a pleasure. I'll let you know like when this is out, if you want to go give it a look. Do I have, can I approve it before you put it on? Are you going to edit uh, it and make me look better than I am? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, not like obviously the visual, but yeah, like I'm going to edit out like, you know, maybe some of the side combos and stuff, but. All of my curse words. Are you going to bleep my curse words? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I didn't realize you were 20. I thought you were like 24 or something. <laughs> You're a baby. Everyone says I look 25. So, I mean. Well, I feel like everybody's just, like, older than, or younger than they look nowadays, hopefully. I don't look 33, but I'm like, how old is that kid? He's, like, 12? Oh, snap. But, yeah. (laughs) I'm supposed to meet some friends soon, too. Mm -hmm. But thanks for having me on. You're going to have Teresa on? Yeah, next week. That's awesome. Tell her I said hi. I follow her on Instagram, and we always like each other's stuff, but we haven't talked in a while. Mm -hmm. We'll do, we'll do. All right. Any other questions? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Take care.